Welcome to the Carolyn Shuttlesworth Podcast, where we'll dive deep into the Word of God, build strong faith, and finish the devil. Here's your host, author, speaker, and nonstop mom, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Andy, I'm so glad you wanted to be on with me today. There was a lot of topics that we had to like filter through, so mm-hmm. I know and I hope you'll be back. Um, but I think uh, I get a lot of questions on homeschool. Okay, it's become a really big thing, especially since 2020. Um, parents kind of got thrown into it yes. for all different reasons. You know, you'll talk about the reason how you got thrown into it. Yes, um, how I got started is different. Uh, did you ever see yourself homeschooling? I did not. You know, I have um, a history of education, so I was actually a middle school teacher before the Lord called us to full-time ministry, Um, and I thought, I can hang out with these kids all day long, but once I have my, (laughs) yeah, once I have my own, I'm, I'm not sure that I will be able to sit down and teach them in a way that's going to be productive for anyone. But, um, so yeah, but here we are. I think that COVID, like you said, threw a lot of parents into that position, but COVID homeschooling and homeschooling like we do, night and day difference. Yeah, for sure. Like night and day. I I never saw myself homeschooling either. It started with ministry and then Mm -hmm. when Brooklyn, Maddie's first, when Maddie got to that age and it was like, you know, Ted was like, we, we got married to do ministry together. I didn't like, sure. I'm not going to go off and travel and leave you at home. And I'd really like you to consider homeschooling. And I was like, geez, homeschooling? Right. Like, I never thought that was a thing. People always, it cracks me up because I've, I've even had this as like a real question of, you know, aren't you afraid your kids are going to be socially awkward or right. weird? Dumb and is I what like, they're saying. Yeah. And so I like, <laughs> we'll just look at them and be like, no, because if you look at the weird homeschooler kids, look at their parents. Their parents the are weird. The apple doesn't fall <laughs> far from the tree. I'm going to just say it right there. Like, if you have a weird homeschooler, it's because they're learning it from the top. And sure. So <laughs> sure. It's a my true kids story. are far from being strange, Absolutely. socially handicapped, or anything of that nature. Right. You know, they're not like the kids... <laughs> they're not the kids at the second story glass window looking out as the kids are playing in the yard with their face pressed against the glass. I long to be out there with the normal sure. kids. But right. that's that's the idea that they have of homeschoolers. Right. That it's, they're weird, they're sheltered. And of course, there's that, you know what I mean? But the healthy, balanced life of homeschool isn't as scary or as hard. Like, see, you said you had a background in education. I did not. Just mm-hmm. my normal schooling in life was all I had. <laughs> and some college. And so that was it. So to be like, okay, I'm going to start homeschool. I, I get the whole overwhelming feeling, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, people come to me all the time like, I, I don't know if I can do it. I don't think my house is set up for it. And I really feel like there's some stereotypes we can kind of smash today. Sure. Where it's like, I have to have a room in my house that looks like a school room. Mm -hmm. You know, that was Mm -hmm. one of the things. My kids are going to be left out of, you know, school shopping or anything they feel like kids got in a brick and mortar school. But I always am like, you know, they don't know what they're missing out because they haven't experienced that yet. Right. Uh, Yeah. Everything that you just said and then some because there's such a stigma that's always Mm -hmm. been tagged to it. Uh, Homeschool for me, I thought like Little House on the Prairie, like, yeah, (laughs) wait a minute. (laughs) Like, and I think that's where the weird part comes in. Um, But I'll backtrack a little bit and say that every parent is equipped to do this. Yes. Because the Bible says train a child. Right. Okay. So we know the Bible. We know that God's already given us the tools that we need to effectively right. train our children, not just in the day-to-day things like manners and, right. you know, hygiene. don't. Yeah. Hygiene. <laughs> Go Did shower. you brush your teeth today? <laughs> Did you put on deodorant? Don't punch your brother, you know. Right. Um, but it could absolutely, if God has entrusted us with the biblical training, why wouldn't he entrust us with the, the math? Or the, which, right. by the way, is not my favorite subject for homeschool. But um, every parent is already equipped to do it. Yeah. And going back to the COVID thing is um, any conversation I've had with parents about 
I don't think I can do it. Oh my gosh, that COVID homeschooling. I already tried that. It didn't work. That was a disaster. Right. You were already on the homeschool track, so your life didn't change. Right. My life changed drastically because my kids are now home. I'm trying to figure out like, is our Wi-Fi equipped to do it? The <laughs> teachers had no idea what was going on. Oh yeah. I'm overhearing things in my kitchen as my kids are homeschooling. My son has taken over the the Zoom group because he somehow kicked the teacher off of, <laughs> of being of being the whatever it is the 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 leader of the Zoom group and all the kids are like you have all the power you know and they're you know doing renditions of let it snow but it's a whole thing about COVID and I'm like what is happening right now and then they log off with their teachers and my son is spending extra time with the teachers teaching them how they're supposed to do their job so. Uh -huh. That, uh, that, that you can't Luke, even, sure, right? you cannot even <laughs> compare that to what actual homeschooling is. So I would say for parents, that's the first thing like that pops in their that mind. out of your mind. Scratch never it out happens. of your mind. Never and I've happens. had that conversation with parents. I'm like, that wasn't homeschooling. That was a disaster. Right. And unfortunately, because that happened, a lot of our kids academically are behind. You know, that's what statistics are saying. My kids will never be behind because the Lord is on their side. But um, so completely different. So yeah. let's just get rid of that idea right there and move right. on to something else. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we have to erase that out. And I like how you said, you know, he's equipped us to train our kids and more than just the, you know, are you getting enough sleep? Are you eating are you cleaning yourself? Right. Because the Bible says if we ask for wisdom. Absolutely. He'll do what? Yeah, give it to us, Gi not just a little us. bit, but generously, the Bible says. Right, he'll give it to us. He doesn't right. hold back and say, it's not your time. Maybe you don't really need it for this. Try your try your natural brain right now. You know what I mean? Right. Like He says, right. listen, all you have to do is ask. I'll help you. I'll empower you. I've equipped you. You can do it. It's, it's our natural mind. We talk ourselves out of it. We sure. say, we're not smart enough. Right. I didn't, I didn't go to like, you know, like I said for myself, I didn't go to school for education outside of my own schooling. Right. I'm not, you know, m my house isn't like this. You know, we don't do school at the kitchen table. I, I, I don't have an extra room. I don't have, sure. you know, the alphabet in, in all the different letters on the wall. How will they ever know if I don't have this? Right. This chart, this, this poster. Up. Right. Right. Which of course I do at some point, but I'm just saying that's where people start getting overwhelmed saying, I don't right. have it look like this, I can't do it. Now I've, sure. I've talked myself out of it. But that just goes into the comparison trap mm -hmm. that especially women, I feel, go through all the time. All like, the time. Look and how social media hasn't how helped. Social media. It's made oh, it boy. very bad. Even for our kids. Mm -hmm. You know, um, my husband right now, we are active, actively serving as youth pastors. And so the conversations that we have with some of these kids on the struggles that they deal with, with that topic, it's just, it's mind blowing. It's so different from when we were kids. And I'll say that um, even though I do have a college degree, actually wasn't in education. There's kind of a story with that is that the Lord called me in to the educational system. Um, I didn't feel that I was even equipped to do that. I was someone who couldn't speak in front of an audience. I went through speech classes. I would throw, <laughs> literally throw up, throw up. I haven't thrown up, but I oh, have yes. the feeling of throwing. <laughs> Major, like I have to run and to the bathroom. And then my pits get compromised real yes, bad. The moist, <laughs> There's like certain the moist, shirts I can't yes, wear at the yes. beginning. <laughs> Probably still now, no. Yes. <laughs> but, um, you know, and who's to say that the Lord didn't, didn't prepare us for what we're doing now Absolutely. through all of those different seasons. 100%. Because I know that he did for me. Yep. And middle school teaching for me was a long time ago. It was before I had kids. As a matter of fact, the middle school kids that I taught are now like married and having kids. So, which is crazy because I'm only 25. I know, I was going to say, you're not even that old. <laughs> well, <laughs> thank you, Jesus. The Holy Spirit keeps us young, right? It beautifies the meek. <laughs> beautifies the meek. There you go. Um, so, but interesting enough, when my youngest, so my boys are um, 12 and 13, and my youngest, Hunter, when he started kindergarten, every day he would come home from school and he would say, I don't want to go back. Can you just homeschool me? And he thought, you've never even heard that word. Like, where is this coming from? 
But inside my heart, there was always just this, this little tug, like, I would love to be able to do that for you, but I can't. It's not in me to do that. I don't have the patience. I don't have this. I don't right. have that. You know, um, we talk ourselves out of, a, I, I believe us as humans will talk ourselves out of a lot of things that an area where God's called us, where he, like you said, equipped us, sure. he's wanted us to do it. Right. So how, so now you have your kids in school, you have that tugging, but you didn't act on it. Right. Right. You have boys now. I was too busy, you know, and I think I'm too busy. I can't quit my job and educate you. That's let somebody, let the professionals do that. Because this is what we do. We send them to school. We send them to school. Like I stayed home with my boys until they were of school age. So it was kind of like, okay, now it's my time. Right. Because that's kind of ingrained in us. We're ingrained in this um, certain way of society of how family's supposed to look how, you know what I mean? Right. We disregard biblical things. Right. Not on purpose necessarily. It ends up being, you know, subconsciously, but we disregard things and then we're just like, okay, well, they're five, they go off to kindergarten. Right. They're 18, they're supposed to leave the house. Right. They're this, they're supposed to do this. And it's like, why? Yeah, Who said it? Why? Exactly, because that's what everybody just says you have to do. Yeah, so I've kind of gotten to that point. It's like, well- Let's stop and think about it. Why? Right. And if you, if you want to homeschool, I, I don't think it's as scary and as hard. And that's why um, I want you to kind of say like, you know, you had your boys in school mm-hmm. and then with, like we've erased 2020. We're, that's not that's not why you ended up homeschooling. What got you to the point of changing your mind and now you're in this position right. of, of being a homeschool teacher? Well, I think the first thing that people neglect is that our first ministry is our house, is our home. Right. Um, so my boys were in, in public schools and did fine. I went to public school. I, I turned out all you right. Turned out good. <laughs> you know, I turned out pretty good. Um, so the Lord moved us from Florida to South Carolina, kind of opened a door. And in, in that process, there was a, a tiny private school in South Carolina that's, um, I, I liken the school to be dated uh, dated back about 20 to 30 years. Like I walk the halls and I'm like, wow, this is like my elementary school. And all the teachers were very Southern and they've been doing it for 500 <laughs> years. And like the grandmas, like, and I thought, wow, you know, this is good. And it's Christian education. All the kids there, you know, they weren't going home and being glued to devices. They were going home and helping their, like literally helping their parents pick peanuts in the field because a lot of, <laughs> <laughs> literally, a lot of these peanuts, no, peanuts, peanuts corn and cotton. <laughs> that's, that's what's in South Carolina. And I thought, wow, this is crazy. The moms all stayed <laughs> home. The dads did farming. The kids all spoke like this, and it was yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. And I thought, wow, this is fabulous. Right, like this sure. is this is a safe it's like place. your own little bubble. <laughs> it's 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 definitely a bubble, but one that um, I was happy to have my boys in for a year. And then the Lord opened another door and said, "Go back to Florida." So we moved to, back to Florida, and um, my boys were awarded uh, a scholarship, a step up scholarship, which Governor DeSantis is fantastic when it comes to education for our kids so it allowed them to go into a private christian school and i thought okay when i did teach it was at a private christian school they were at a private christian school in south carolina you know this this is probably a good opportunity for them to get into another private christian school and it's going to be great we toured we talked to the dean everything on paper looked amazing um but i would say a first the first couple of weeks into it it was just like what is happening Man, um, right off the bat right off the bat right off the bat um my son luke was coming home who's my oldest at seventh grade which is a tough year anyways sure yeah um just the age just it's a tough Absolutely. age kids are trying to figure themselves there's a transition out. there there's tr- there's hormones there's all kinds of things they're really trying to solidify who they are in christ and who they are in a public setting. I remember you know? what, if I had to look back and say, what what were my hardest years? It was sixth and seventh grade. Sure. By far. Sure. The the, the friendships, the cliques, the this, Everything. trying to fit in, who had what, what I didn't have, right. what what was cool, what was, un- yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. for, hands down, I look back and sixth and seventh grade were yes. my hardest 
fitting yeah. years. And those were the grades that I actually taught. I taught sixth, seventh, and eighth grade because I know that the struggles that I had in those grades that I really wanted to go in and kind of help these kids. So I love that age group. Um, but it's a very awkward stage socially, academically, physically, emotionally, yeah. not spiritually, because we know how we're training our kids. Um, no awkwardness there. But my son, Luke, is a very, um, his his personality is very kind and gentle. And he went into an environment. And- <laughs> Which sadly to say is an opposite of what a lot of this right. generation is. Absolutely. Absolutely. I can remember. It's a very middle finger generation, he, it's, to be honest. It is. It's no manners. It's rude. It's lazy. Right. Pa- parents are not. Parents aren't parenting. Par- parents are not parenting. The, the parenting is happening like this as the kids are looking at devices. Right. And lucky if the parents are home. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's that too, because they're doing what society has told them to do. Send my kids off to school. I'm going to work on me now. Yeah. That. You know? And, you know, just just prices everywhere in sure. in the United States go up and parents are now stressing out. I got to work longer hours. I got to do right. this. I got to pick up. So there's like so many factors so as to many. why parents aren't there. Single parents. I got right. to work two, three jobs because, you know, sure. there's only one income coming yeah. in and it's pushing like the world is pushing parents out. Right. Just so people can have a roof over their head, have food in the refrigerator. And what's happening with these kids is they're being pushed to grow up way too soon. They're being exposed to many things prematurely. And that affects a person. Absolutely. You know, one day we'll get together and I'll share more of my testimony. But I know that that affected me as a kid. And that was back in the 80s. Okay, so there was no social media involved. This was just pure circumstantial you know, um, having to grow up at a very young age. So Luke um, started to struggle a little bit because the kids, they had all been in the school together since day one, since kindergarten. They had solidified their clicks. So he went in as the outcast and as kind and as passive as his personality is, kids started to take advantage of that. And he, he really became a victim of bullying. Um, everything from name calling to some things that got physical. And as many times as he would come home and... At a Christian private school. At a Christian private school. This isn't Um, even public school. Correct. Because the public school parents are now realizing that they can send their kids to the private schools and they depend on the schools to fix their children. Oh, yeah. When what they need to do is step up and be parents. There used to be like a real application for these private schools where it was like you're vetted to go in. Yeah. Like, who's your church? Who's your pastor? Sure. I will find out. I don't even think they're vetting the teachers anymore, honestly. Yeah. Just but I mean, they, there used right. to be, because I, I went to private school, and it was starting to get bad towards the end. But I mean, at the beginning, when I went to a few big ones down here in Florida, it was it was like, it wasn't just you fill it out on paper, sure. you got there in. There was an interview process. There was an interview process. Sure. They were very guarded sure. who was. And by the time I went to my last private school or graduated from, they took kids that public school didn't want. You know what I mean? Right. Well, Kickbacks what from the government. Well, yeah. Well, what happened is a lot of these schools started taking um, scholarship students because yes. it was f- free money for them. Mm-hmm. It was guaranteed payment every semester. And... Yeah, I right. don't know. So now what you think you're sending your kids <laughs> correct, to, correct. you know, and um, I think, is not really. Right. And I think, um, especially at this school, what had happened is um, they started taking so many scholarship kids, again, because it was money driven and no longer um, priority driven or spiritually driven, um, that the administration couldn't keep up with the influx of the bad behavior. So it was like, I would go to the school, I would talk, I met with the principal, my husband and I, I think on three different occasions, we met and we talked with teachers. And the last meeting, it was finally like, the principal was like, I, I, I really think probably the best thing for you to do is to take him out. Because they can't kick out the kids who are there on scholarship. Sure. And if they reprimand the behavior and the kid has to get sent home, the, the parents, right, you know, they come after him for every oh, right, which exactly. Way. So it was just kind of like it was easier okay. and quicker paperwork for you to exit, right? Than to deal with all the other stuff, <laughs> right? So, um, you know, for me, it was my husband and I spent a lot of time in prayer about it because this was going to be a li- a big life change for us, all, 
we always knew obviously what the best thing to do was. We just wanted the timing to be right. So um, the whole first semester, we just kind of encouraged Luke, you know, the world is full of difficult people. It's a new school. Give it a chance. You know, pray about it. God's going to give you friends. But it came to the point where we started seeing changes in Luke. He be, was becoming withdrawn. And I thought, this isn't right. this isn't working. And one day on the way to pick him up from school, I was just kind of talking to the Lord about it. And I said, you know, we felt like this scholarship was an answer to a prayer. We felt like this school was an answer to a prayer. Lord, you know, what's going on here? And the Holy Spirit spoke to me so strongly. And this is what the Holy Spirit said, is that you train your kids in your home for all of these many years a certain way. And then you put them into an environment for eight hours a day, five days a week, that's training the, training them the opposite of that. So what we're dealing with isn't him needing to be tougher. What we're dealing with is a spiritual battle. Yeah. So it was that. I went home and I said, told my husband, I said, this is what the Lord has told me to do. I said, we're not playing games any, anymore. This is not, because one of two things are going to happen. Either this is going to change all of the teaching that we have put into Luke with the Lord's help. It's going to change him forever. This, this, these years are foundational for him. Yes. Um, or we pull him out now and we homeschool him and the Lord will figure out the rest. Yeah. So obviously I said, <laughs> I picked him up one day <laughs> and I looked at him in the back seat and I said, how was your day? And he just said, well, I said, you're never going back. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, what? I said, today was your last day. I said, tomorrow morning I will take you and we will get, get all of your stuff, but you're not going back. Well, what are we going to do? So we're going to homeschool. And the look on his face was like, um, I'm kind of happy, but I'm not sure about this because I'm sure in the back of his mind was the cold, the COVID, you know, homeschooling. Oh, yeah. And I his said, first no, of it, it'll right. be different. We're going to figure it out. The God's going to give us a plan. And, and I love that. I love that you were so mature in the spirit because I was just talking to someone the other day and I was like, you know, the majority of people out there, unfortunately, and that's why it's important for strong preaching, strong men and women of God is there's so many surface level Christians out Absolutely. there. And I love that you were like, I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit. I'm going to get an answer on it because many don't. Right. They, they, they use this excuse and this is, you know, I, I love the verse and you brought it up at the beginning, train a child. You know, and so they right. won't depart later. But the thing is, since this is training time, people are like, oh, yeah, well, they're a light in the darkness. They're a light in the darkness. No, no, and no, they no. keep them out there. Mm -mm. And they would have, most parents, I believe, would have kept their child in that situation and was like, you power through it. You just be a witness. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's, no. that's not it. This is training time. They have more right. of their life outside of the home. Right. They have more of their life outside of the home to be the light in the darkness, right. to be right. that authoritative in the spirit room, to be, you know what I mean? Right. This is our time now where it's like, listen, if I have to take you out and we're going to do it this way, I'm not going to let that ruin because right. this is training season. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And so I love that you you saw that and you were big enough in the spirit to be like, okay, this may not be how I saw things going. Sure. I saw it going a different way. I I didn't plan this. That's another thing that um, I really feel like when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you have to be someone who can change a plan. Right. You have to be flexible. You have to be flexible. Absolutely. You have to if he if you're going right and he says take a hard left, you can't be like, oh Holy Spirit, that wasn't really? in my day sure? planner today. Right. That wasn't right. I didn't that $30 day planner by so-and-so that's so amazing right. that I got the last one on the shelf. $30, girl, you spend too much on planners. I don't. <laughs> Guess what? I've never bought a day planner in my life. Yeah. I just like us? to throw, I just threw, I just threw all women for a loop. I've never bought a day planner in my life. <laughs> I, I. Now listen, yeah. because I'm mean, just saying, but that's how it is. Like I didn't right. pencil this in. Right. I didn't pencil this change in. Right. And so I'm not able to right. do it. Right. Well, and I've seen it too, especially yeah. in ministry, I've seen it too much where people have been like, well, what if God asks you to do this? I had someone once at services, um, the pastor's wife goes, well, what if this meeting goes on? What will you do? And I looked at her and I had to pause for a second <laughs> and I was like, huh? 
And then she goes, if, if, this, if these meetings get extended this week, what will you do? And I said, I'll change my plane ticket to when the meeting ends. <laughs> like, like Hello. I told her, I said, this is what we pray for. Yeah. This is what I, I'm believing God sure. for. Sure. And so we have to be mature enough in the spirit as, as parents to be like, listen, Lord, this is not how I saw it happening. I didn't think I was going to do it this sure. way. But change of plans. Yeah, I'm good with it. Change your plans. You've you've equipped me, and and we're gonna figure it out. I might not have all the puzzle pieces, right? But who does when it's faith? Right. Faith isn't having all the puzzle pieces because right. then it's not faith. Absolutely, it's not stepping out. Absolutely. And I think you know if you look back on almost every Bible story in the Bible about someone who had to take a step at the first direction. I mean Moses, and then the Moses here he comes to the Red Sea, and he's like. You know, and God's like, don't worry, I got you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> here I am standing at the Red Sea, and clearly it's still a sea, but God's like, hey, I'm going to part the waters. Don't worry about it. I, You heard from me. Right. You were obedient in the first step. The next steps are to come. I think a lot of times, um, especially as women, when it comes to our children, we want the whole plan. Right. Like, we want to see, like, God, what what's the whole plan? We want to put it in the planner. We want to step it down. And sometimes the Holy Spirit's like, pump the brakes like right. something's happening here that you need to address and this right. is is going don't get too busy where you don't hear my voice exactly i love that i love that you just brought up moses because um one time when i was just going through the story of reading it of how he started out with being asked by god like starting at the burning bush sure. and he kept saying over and over i don't think you're right god like i can't right. do this sure? i yeah. stutter I, I i don't speak well right. i don't think i can do this yeah. and he's like no 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 um i am that i am <laughs> yes. i am sure yes. <laughs> that i've called you to, to let my people go right. and 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 he kept saying are you sure you know what i mean and i think sometimes we do that with god and he said listen who speaks well i'll, I'll send Aaron. i'll i'll have help for you sure. you have you have help and so i look at that as he's like i've sent you the holy spirit you have help. I've called you to do this. I've equipped right. you. You can Absolutely. do this. It's okay that you don't speak well. It's okay that you don't have sure. a higher education. Right. You don't have a certificate hanging in your in your office, right. home office, or you know. Right. Um, and so I love that story that you brought up of Moses. That he's like, listen, like you said, I'm with you. Right. I can. Y you can do this right. because I, I I can help you. Right. And I think our jobs as parents is. To abs not think, I know that our job as parents is to equip our children for success. Yeah. And with the school path with Luke, it wasn't going to be successful for him. And I never want to, no parent should ever want to put their child in a position where you can see the writing on the wall and you're not willing to swoop in and say, hey, come on, we're, this is what we're going to do. Because that path right there is going to lead to destruction. It's going to destroy you spiritually. It's going to destroy you emotionally. Right. You know, physically, there could be dangers. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, we are our children's first line of defense. That's right. Especially as women, I feel like, you know, God entrusted us to carry a baby in our womb for nine months. And we don't think that he can entrust us to homeschool our children if that's what he's asked us to do. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. I think we, we don't think past. We, I always always tell women when I when I speak at uh, meetings or just one on one, I'm always like how how we get in the supernatural or are the natural about things. We need to flip it. You know, like we'll get mad at a red light. Sure. Someone's not going. Right. Somebody cut me off. Well, we let them have it. Right. We, we, we get worked up about that. We'll get. Do you do that? I don't do that. Well. <laughs> I can't really <laughs> confirm or deny on this podcast if I have road rage or not. Um, but I will just leave it as I live in South Florida. So yes. pretty much. Okay. We'll just leave Period. It that. Period. You can just end it right there. Um, or, you know, we'll, we'll take an hour on a customer service line to hold to get that $500 right. credit back for whatever we did. You know, airline, something we bought. You know, we'll drive an hour to return something because it's like, I, I can, ex I can, they're having a sale. I can get that half off now. Right. I will drive right. an hour to get that 50 bucks back. Right. But we do not press in for the supernatural things. Right. We'll do so hard for everything else, yeah, but it's so like, true. we don't, 
Like so take true. that. So I'm always like, take that energy and flip it. <laughs> sure. I, well, I think, you know, as women, God made us emotional beings, you know, but you're absolutely right. Without the balance of the Holy Spirit, like, you know, hot mess, but I'm not going to walk around being a hot mess No, because I have no. the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I know that's one of your favorite terms, isn't it? Yeah. Hot mess express. Yeah, Jesus or loves this hot mess. Yes. I, yeah, I'm with you on that. No, I, I hate Jesus that does love me, all my but heart. if I know but him, I'm not a hot mess. Yeah. If you know him intimately, you don't <laughs> have to be a if hot mess. If you know mess. Jesus, you're not a hot mess. Right. Exactly. I'm and I think the, I'm going fl- <laughs> to flip it on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now, get it together. It's like, let's make the worst sayings just because it rhymes. That's all they do. It's like, oh, Jesus loves this hot mess, and I make a cup out of even, it. That and doesn't shirt. even oh, rhyme. Yeah. Does that What's, even rhyme? What are the other ones that rhyme? Hot mess, mess. express. <laughs> I mean, that rhymes. <laughs> but but I they don't make know. memes all the time where it's like it sounds so cute and cool, and it's like, yeah. um. Does it line up with the word of God? I'm not sure about that. Right. Yeah. And it's all about confession for sure. Like, I'm not going to no. Okay. Like, so you got Luke home yes. and you're starting this homeschool adventure. Yes. So I start the homeschool adventure and, um, you know, I I can say that the first couple of weeks were, were difficult. It was finding a, root, a new routine that fit the homeschool life and balancing work and which is ministry and sure. you know family totally get that it's it's a whole new balance you you get that you eat it breathe it sleep it all that but even but even us were different in that in that way sure like you know like everyone's busy in a different way sure so like i live on the road a lot in home so my my travel schedule School on the road looks different than school at sure. home. We have different routines, sure. you know, with services. We have late sure. nights. So right. they're not getting up super early in the morning like sure. they do. You know, Maddie's got her alarm set for 730 and she gets up and she makes her tea and she has yeah. her. But she does her Bible reading in the morning and then right. and then she starts, you yeah. know, Brooklyn sets her alarm for uh, 830 and right. then breakfast and then we're starting by nine. That doesn't happen on the road because it's different. Right. So I've had to switch that up and be sure. flexible. But you know, the two thi- the thing about that is, um, it, it's such a great point is that homeschool is, is built to, f- to fit your life. Yeah. It's built to be flexible. Like we said, flexibility with the Holy Spirit. Well, there's flexibility with the homeschool. And um, from my previous years of teaching, I learned very quickly in a classroom setting with 30 kids is that every kid learns differently. Oh, yes. And the school system to shove 30 kids in a room, the teacher to teach things one way and expect all of the kids in the class to be successful. That's ridiculous. Right. You know, now just with homeschooling my my two boys, there's nine days difference. I have to do things a little bit different different with Luke. Hunter is um, sixth grade. So I have to do things a little bit differently yeah. with him because he learns different. Yep. Luke, we spend more time on certain subject with Hunter. It's, you know, less times on this and, you know, yeah. so I've had to do that with all three. It's like you said, one, one is more hands-on. So if we look up something that's a little more visual, that's how Brooklyn learns. Right. Madeline's like her dad. I can read through it and it just sticks like a magnet in her brain and we've moved on, you know, Teddy's a good little mix of both. He likes a little action and he, and or he just picks it up like that. And so you have to learn to accommodate that. And I always think that, like you said, like how does a teacher, cause I'll tell Brooklyn, you know, sometimes, you know, Teddy will be counting out loud and she'll be like, shh, shh. And I'm (laughs) right. I can't focus. Yeah. She'll like, I can't focus. And I'm like, Brooklyn, that's one little kid like whispering his numbers over there. I was like, if you went to like a school building in the class, they have right. 25 to 30 kids. Yeah, for sure. I said, forget it. You'd yeah. be like <laughs> done. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, you're going to have to self-control and learn to tune it out. And it's going to be okay if someone's whispering numbers. Right. You know? right. So it's also good, good learning in different forms of self-control when you're doing homeschool to be like, listen. Sure. You know. You can hear a dog bark and we're not like <laughs> a squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have one of those. Yeah. I have one of those kids in my house. <laughs> I won't name names. <laughs> but uh, I think so that's that's point 
number two, I think that the first point with the homeschooling is that, you know, that it can be flexible. You can make it work. If you have have a plan that you want to follow or if you just have to go with the flow, homeschooling can work for you. And the second point is that your kids will get um, the learning style that they need to be most effective. Yeah. You know, so there's two things right there that they cannot get in a public school setting or a private school setting. Yeah. And there's a lot of filler stuff throughout the day. Right. I mean, it has to be because if you're there for eight hours. Sure. And we can do homeschooling in, you know, like with second grade, it's a lot easier. So I'm looking at two and a half hours with Teddy. Sure. Brooklyn's a little longer. And of course, Maddie being high school is is longer, but she's not she's not doing school for eight hours. Right. No, there's you know. breaks and so there's, there's yeah. yeah, and so she doesn't have all that, and then she's done, and she's done. Yeah, it's like the only homework is when we're making notes for quizzes to study and and sure. you know things like that. Uh, so our nights get to be together. Yeah, it's not come home at five, have dinner, and then go right. do two hours of homework right. before. Yeah, which is really the work that should have been done in the class. But when you're telling thirty kids to be quiet for forty minutes, sure, there's so you get many a bunch of homework, different distractions. <laughs> and I will say this, you know, going back to the private school thing, is that, you know, um, a lot of parents think that that's a good option, and it and it may be in your area. There may be an amazing private school with amazing yeah. teachers in I, South I Carolina. Did, I did private school. Yeah, in South Carolina, grade. we found that. Um, but what I'm finding too with the teachers at this particular school is I felt like they they, they were just tired. They were tired of I'm sure the behavior they were oh, getting. Oh yeah, I weary. couldn't be a school teacher. You know, they were it, getting. I mean, outside of my house, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a great school teacher. <laughs> you are at homeschool, right? But I couldn't deal dealing with, with those, other people's I not kids. attitudes. We don't do well. Yeah. Me and attitudes don't work well together. Yeah. So it would have been like first day for me. Yes. <laughs> Last day for me. <laughs> Retirement party. That's right. <laughs> Wait, no party. Just just Welcome take your stuff Mrs. and go. <laughs> Bye, Mrs. Shuttlesworth. Yes. <laughs> That's like, so I just, I know my limits and my yeah. boundaries. And so I, I, I teach her at home. Yes. Rather than, yeah. you know, filling out an application yeah. for a school. Right. Public or private. So hard teachers <laughs> outside of your home are, are hard to find. And I would say like in, in the case with Luke, I was amazed at the combative, how some of these teachers were so combative about um, things like he had a Bible teacher and because it was a Baptist school, she was very dead set that you do not speak in tongues. It's of the devil. It's for yesteryear. Like, and so Luke, you know, we come from a tongue talking church. That's how he's grown up Pentecostal. Like we lay hands on the sick. Like we have that power and authority. That's how he's been taught. So he would slip off his hand and say, well, you know, my church speaks in tongues and, and the teacher would full blown like have arguments with him. Did not help the situation with the other kids because right. he would then ammo. be persecuted. They would corner him and say things like, oh, you speak in tongues? Why don't you do it right now? And my smart, witty, but gentle son would say, that's my prayer language. I'm not doing that right now. <laughs> like, you are not worthy you of my prayer not, language. You are not going to be You're privy <laughs> to that. Okay. Um, Come to my church and find out. <laughs> that was, you know, just in general, I feel like, you know, teachers like when I taught at a private Christian school. and it's, Which really is not what that Bible class is meant for. It's not well. Meant, that's what I'm saying is that I I went to my school was Presbyterian, and right. I remember doing that with my teacher about the wills of God. Sure, and I'd be like wills, like it's will. There's well, I'm only You're reading pronouncing one. That wrong, lady. What translation has plural? <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, and so right. it would kind of be like you know, and I was only a kid, so I know it was only going to go so far and you know and I also know more now than I know then but still as a kid you know something's not right right you know what I mean like I only had so much knowledge at that age sure so I could only go so far but I kept saying my spirit man's like this this is not right right. there's one so I don't know why we're arguing about all these different ones and so you spoke up because you knew that's what to do Luke spoke up and it was like became this whole thing and I thought this is an adult like, right. why couldn't she say, hey, Luke, I would love to talk with you more about that Absolutely. after class. Instead, yeah. it, to be confrontational, and then the other kids use it as ammunition. And, and this teacher already knew that there were some difficulties. You know, right. I thought, 
what's happened to these teachers? Right. They're you not know? really protective anymore. It's, it's, yeah. So there, there was that. So the third point in, in saying all that is that as the mom and as a spirit-led teacher, you can have those open discussions with your child. If correction needs to be made, you will do it in a way that's loving and you'll point them to the word and it won't be in a way that's demeaning or in a way that's going to tell them that they're doing something wrong. Yeah. You yeah. know, this is not they're an growing, like they're growing and still learning. Right. Um, and, and embarrassing someone, kid or an adult, that doesn't make them teachable. That shuts them down. Absolutely. So so being able to discuss something, like you said, with someone outside of, doesn't mean that it was going to change his mind. He he knew. He knows what right. the Word of God says and right. how he was raised. But there's definitely a guard that goes up when you, like, get someone in a, you know what I mean? Sure, You're especially an adult and a child. Absolutely. Yeah. So so now both of them, mm-hmm. you got, you got mm-hmm. both of them, you're homeschooling, mm-hmm. and... Um, you and I do different curriculums, but we talk about it all the time. Sure. Because I've always been like, you know, you're always going to meet someone that's like, well, your curriculum is not as good as my curriculum. And I've never been like that with um, anyone. I don't even, I'm not even like that with people who send their kids off to school because I know some people have to. Sure. But I'm like, listen, if you have the ability to do it, right, do it. Right. If, If you have, and you're capable of, staying home with them. Mm-hmm. I actually just, um, uh, I've, I've bought in curriculum for a few people that was like, I really want to do homeschool. Sure. I can't afford it. And sure. I'm like, listen, I want you to do it. Let me get it for you. Sure. Um, I just, I just helped a mom, uh, do curriculum with, with, uh, Alpha Omega. Cause she said, you know, I don't, I don't really know how I'm going to do this. I have to still kind of work from home sure, and this and that. I can't really af- afford, you know, this. And I said, listen, let me set you up. Let me do it for you and you'll see. Right. Like, let me help you get right. your foot in the door so right. you can see that it's not right. so bad. Here, here's the stuff. Sure. Um, And uh, so I, I really feel like if somebody gets a chance to test it out, Right. They'll realize. Right. And and people say, well, what do you use? And I'm always like, listen, you have to use what works best sure. for your teaching. Right. How your kid learns. This right. is what I've used. I, I like it. But, you know, and this year I made some changes with Brooklyn. Right. Different scenery. Sure. Sparking a different interest. Sure. You, know, you do what helps. Right. And Absolutely. so I, I don't have like uh, when people write me, I'll say, well, this is what I use. But. But research, sure. study, see right. see what's out there, right. get your examples, your samples in and, and go from sure. there. Because, you know, what works for me might not sure. work for you. Right. And you know your child best. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, with all of these decisions that have to be made, you know your child the, the best and you know how to hear from the Holy Spirit when it comes to your children. And, you know, we just, um, this became such an important thing to me. Um, so now my other son is, is also homeschooling. So it's his first year. And, um, I went to the, the pastor of the church that we're at now. And I said, you know, um, my husband and I are on staff there. And I said, I really feel a burden. This was probably about six months ago that we have something in our church for the families that want to homeschool, but maybe their parents can't quit their jobs full time because I I very sensitive to that. I growing up, you know, my mom was this was was a single. My mom. parents always have had to work when I right. was a kid. Yeah, right. and it's just a position. But I know that there are so many um, strong Christian families out there that say we really want to homeschool our kids, but right now it's just not something like that. One of us can stay home, right. and it's I get it. Um, you know, and I would never look down on someone for not homeschooling their kids because they have to work. You know, the kids also have to eat. So there's that, you know, and they have to have a place to sleep. So um, those are also important things in taking care of your family. So I I went to our pastor and I said, I have a burden for this. I feel like I want to open the church for these families who have to work, but they have a desire to pull their kids out of the school system. And um, so he said, yeah, I think it's a great idea. So we just launched um, two weeks ago our homeschool group at our church. And um, I oversee it and run it. And we structure it just like a regular school day. That way the parents can stick to their routine of pick up and drop off with work. Um, But the kids come in. We have 12 kids right now. 
um, enrolled in it and they come in and we structure it like a regular school day. They all have their own curriculum that they work through. Right. And they bring their own stuff. They bring their right? own stuff. They all sit in the same classroom. I'm there to help ask questions. Some of the parents have me grade stuff and check kids work, you know, throughout the day. Um, then they have lunch together. They have recess together. So kind of twofold is that it's giving the parents the opportunity to let their kids do education differently yeah. in a safe environment and also building community with the kids. Because when I started homeschooling Luke, I did see that that was a need. Like he's so social is that he needs that interaction. Yes, we have church. He has jujitsu two times a week where he has friends, but the day-to-day -day interaction. Does. Yes. He could take me out. I know. And those kids at the si school that picked on him, they killer. don't even know. He's a jujitsu man. Back. Yeah. He's oh, earned his man. first stripe. And <gasps> yeah, that's been great I'm for him warn too. warn my kids not to mess with Luke. <laughs> Luke will just show him some moves. Don't worry. He won't hurt your kids. He could, he really wouldn't hurt anybody unless he had <laughs> <No>. to. <laughs> but he's, he's getting pretty tough. His dad has to watch out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Teddy. I got Teddy into boxing and kickboxing and he... He goes to town Get and it. he's had a few times where he's had to, you know, I'm be like, Teddy, mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. keep that to yourself. Yes. <laughs> Unless well, someone's going to hurt they you. They want to practice then the use moves. It, you know, you, know. <laughs> you only have so, sisters at home. <laughs> yeah. So we, we had the social aspect taken care of, um, but not the day to day social interaction yeah. that I felt that he needed. So the kids are getting the social. That's so um, awesome. Every day we start and I do Bible with the kids. So they're getting the spiritual. We had one of our young girls uh, who's in fourth grade, so precious. She knows Jesus, but she's never been baptized in the Holy Ghost. And we had, as a class, had the opportunity to pray for her one morning and she received her prayer language. I love that. So, I mean, those are opportunities that kids would not get in a regular classroom setting, even if it was at a Christian school. Yeah. So, um, and there's so many things. Um, I've, kn I've known plenty of churches that are doing what you do. So mm -hmm. I, I really feel like if, if someone's getting ready, that's watching this this podcast to start taking the steps towards that. Sure. There is a there is a big community out there. Yes. There's a big homeschool Christian community. Yes. And there's ways to do it. Sure. You know what you I mean? Like you don't have to always just get everything off a, a school's website. You know, right. there's, there's right. uh Facebook groups and so oh, many things where people can get yes. stuff. You know what I mean? There's yeah. where if you're on a certain budget, it's doable. Right. You know, there's stuff that you've done with right. the state of Florida and I'm sure yes. other states offer things for schooling yes. where, you know, even then you get money for that and then your right. books are covered. Yep. So there's there it's not just like, oh great, I'm out here all on my own. Here's the circle of of normality, and then I'm sure. going to homeschool, and I'm out here, sure. you know, wading in the water. Sure. There's so many uh, avenues and ways to do things and right. do it right, do it right. cheap, do it with the best of your ability. Absolutely, um, do it with a community where you don't feel like you have to do it alone. Right. You know, um, there's a church that we go to that does a co-op like that, and then they actually like bring in a PE teacher throughout the week that yeah. then they go out and they have like PE. Awesome. So I mean like there's you you have all different ways right. to do it. Right. But I don't want people, you know, to feel alone. That was right. like kind of the main thing yeah. with talking about homeschool today yeah. is realizing that one, we're equipped to do it. Absolutely. The Lord has entrusted us yes. with the gifts which are our children. Yeah. Shut off the negative. Yep. Shut off the thoughts that I'm yeah. not good enough. All, any 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 negative thought, yeah. no matter what it is, or is, negative is a voices lie of, of other people, the enemy, all of that, yeah, yeah the, all of it, yeah. yeah. Um, and then um, you know, knowing that that we're equipped to do it, and that it, it's accessible to do it, mm -hmm. you just have to you just have to ask, mm -hmm. and that's why I wanted to make this podcast because I get a lot of people that reach out about homeschooling. I've done other podcasts on it. I've done broadcasts on it, but I want to continue to keep hitting it, to keep it fresh, to be like, you know, you know, whatever happened 
a few years ago isn't the last of it. The world isn't like sure. now we're going up on an incline of the goodness of things. No, the world's only going to get darker. Sure. The world's going to get worse. But it's nothing we have to fear. That's it's right. nothing we have to be like, well, I, I, I'm not going to have kids because I don't want to raise them in this world. No. The Bible says, I will bless you with this. Is it a desire of your heart? Yes. I mean, that's a whole other podcast with yes. you. You know, you dealt right. with miscarriages and not being able to have children. Yes. Now you have two wonderful, yeah. you know, good looking boys. Uh, and so, you know, we just need to make sure we keep our eye on the word of God and what That's he right. says and right. knowing that we can still have a wonderful life in this dark world because we're not part of the world. We're part That's of a right. different kingdom. That's right. And Amen. so I really feel like, you know, when, and I'm, I'll put your information up because I'll, sure. I'll have people contact you, you know, yeah. they got questions for me. If they have questions for sure. you to know to that, help. that yeah. you could reach out and be like, listen, Hey, where do I begin? Or right. how do you do a planner? That's this girl right here. <laughs> well, <laughs> non-planner planner. And you know what? There's two different sides and it's worked so far since 2015 for me. Yeah. <laughs> My kids are smart. Yeah. Okay, so that's what matters. They are no. smart. And so, you know, yeah. and, and so I feel like if if people want to reach out to us and be like, hey, what do you use? What do you do? Sure. Do I have any questions? Hey, yeah. will you pray with me? Yeah. That I want to be able to have Absolutely. you accessible to do that. And I will say that all, with the exception of one family, all of the families with that include the 12 kids, this is all their first year homeschooling. All of these kids came from, for their whole lives, a traditional school setting. And there's grades four all the way through 11 in our group. And it was just took a conversation to say, you, you know, you got this here. Let me show you this. Let me show you that. Right. And it was like, like a sigh of relief. Like, okay, yeah, I can do this. Uh, what, what I, what I love about homeschooler kids is, um, it's a self-motivation that yeah. they're getting taught sure. by being homeschool. Sure. It's like, it, and it's going to benefit them so much sure. later on in life. Yeah. So they're going to be like, how do I, make money? How do I start this? Sure. How do I step out in what God's going? right? Because it's, it, they've learned that by, because eventually like with Madeline, I, I, I've, my reins have lifted off on her. Sure. She's now starting ninth grade and she's gotten to the point where I let go and I'm there for reviewing at night for tests and sure. quizzes. Let me help sure. you prep for an exam. But as far as the everyday to day work, you know, I'm not, I'm not sitting with her anymore. I'm not there right. for that. And so, right. but, but I see that aspect in other areas of her life. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, she's already like, mom, you know, Chick-fil-A hires at 14, Publix hires at 14. Sure. Mom, can I start this business? Yeah. Mom, I'm going to make a movie. I'm, yeah. She just made a, a 15 minute movie with her friend. She took a whole week. That's awesome. Made a movie, edited it herself. And we had a movie night with, with a whole presentation and I'll have, I'll have to send it to your boys. That's I'll send awesome. it to you. They'll love it. And yeah. it, it's phenomenal. And she did it all on her own, but right. it was a self, you know, a, because of idea. being self-taught, yeah. she's now pulling this in other areas that are going to be yeah. super beneficial yeah. to her later in life. Absolutely. Where she's going to just keep receiving the blessings of God, favor on her life sure. because, because of it. So, well, thanks for being with me thanks here today me. and homeschooling and people can do it. It's not as scary and as hard. It's not as people yeah. think it is. Everybody can do it. And with the help of the Holy Spirit, That's of course. It. Absolutely. <laughs> Amen. Amen.